Namaskar. Why are the petrol pumps in India running dry? For that, we need to look at what is happening in Russia. Strange as it may sound, there is reasoning behind it. And I want to show you that with the help of some data. So let's take a quick look now on a slideshow. Why is oil going up? This is not a problem that is limited to India. It is a problem that is across the world. I just looked up CNBC and Fox, and doesn't matter where you look, the price of crude is around 119, 119 per barrel. And, and it's, it is showing no sign of falling down. It might actually go up. So what is happening here in the market? Why is there such a high demand for uh, oil? One thing that I can say is summer northern hemisphere, such as Europe and in the United States, a lot of people travel, take summer vacations. The weather seems to be nice. COVID is a little bit under control. So people expect that there will be a lot of people on the road. So the oil companies immediately, you know, ratchet up the prices. They also want more. So that's why one reason. The other reason is, of course, the uncertainty because of the war, what is happening. More important reason is that now Russia has actually jacked up its ruble price and it is costing more money for Europe to buy oil from Russia. And to understand this, let's take a quick look at uh, what has been happening inside Russia. You remember that in February, Russia went to conflict. Russia invaded Ukraine. That's the only way to put it, even though they may say that they went to liberate Donbass region. Uh, that's not true. Uh, they, they ended up in, invading all of Ukraine. So we know that now. So as soon as the invasion happened, all the sanctions were levied and Russia, in a bid to try and shore up its uh, uh, investments, it uh, raised its interest rates. How much? It went up to 20%. 20%, two zero. You heard it right. And you can see the <clears throat> graph there that shows you how much it spiked just around the time the Ukraine war started. But the Russians, seeing that there is still need for their petrol and uh, natural gas, have actually started bringing down the interest rates. Just as the interest rates went up, the USD to ruble also went up and the ruble lost a lot of value. In fact, around February, it was around 117 to a US dollar. If you look at it before the conflict, it was relatively flat around 50, 60, and then it spiked. But then as the war dragged on and Russia remained resilient, we have to say that, uh, that is the truth. And what you are noticing now is the ruble is rising. But the ruble is rising not because of this alone. It's also because Russia now under sanctions is forced to use only one bank to do all its trading for selling its products such as crude and uh, natural gas. So what did it do? What it did was it took ruble off of the convertible currency and made it fixed. So what happened now? Russia says, this is the price we are fixing the ruble. You want to take it, take it. Otherwise, leave it. Now, the problem is the West is completely, or the Western Europe, I should say, is completely uh, you know, drunk on uh, Russia's natural gas and oil. So now what they are doing is, but just holding their nose and paying more and more because the euro also starts 
costing more to get the same crude from Russia. So there's no surprise that Russia in turn uh, looked at India and said, well, you will have to pay more. Oh, by the way, we also don't have enough oil for all three companies of India. We only have for one, which is the Indian Oil Corporation. What happened? The other two private companies, BP and HP, Bharat Petroleum and Hindustan Petroleum, both of them do not have enough refined petrol. Therefore, their bunks are running dry. This is the long and short of it. Perhaps this has something to do with the Nupur Sharma episode also, because India in the background is scrambling to make up for these resources. But let me ask you a question. How many of you remember that around the time COVID peaked, there was a small window of two days or three days when crude futures were selling for minus $1. In other words, the people who were holding the future uh, crude reserves, they were willing to take minus $1 per barrel. India should have jumped on the opportunity and put 18, 24 month uh, agreements. We were screaming from each uh, rooftop, uh, me and Sridhar Chityalaji and I think also TV Mohandas Pai in one of our episodes, that this is a golden opportunity for India to lock up some long-term commodity future agreement. But knowing the Indian bureaucracy, they probably did not do that. And now again, they've gone, they've gone back to buying from the spot market. And this is something that is very despicable. It doesn't matter that a new government is in power for the last eight years. The corruption part, the over-invoicing, under-invoicing tamasha that takes place has not stopped at all. So what happens? The crude goes from Middle East to Mumbai or wherever the refinery is located. But the invoice that is associated with this crude goes through four or five cities where each one gets its cut. The cuts are probably for central government and who knows who, what else. It is just nasty piece of business. Whether it was coal imports or any import, this is what happens to India. And you, the consumer, ends up paying the price. God's sake, you know, Modi is like... I don't know what he means when he says na khaunga na khane dunga. I don't think either one of them are true because the reality suggests that that's what is the problem. So viewers, you have to make your voice heard. Write to your member of parliament. Tell them what the heck is going on. Why don't you give us a blueprint of how you're going to manage the oil pricing? People should be able to calculate looking at the news that <clears throat> this is where the price of the crude per, per barrel is and therefore how much it will cost for them if they drive up to the petrol pump. Now, with many pumps closing, this is going to artificially run up scarcity. It's, it's also going to mean hoarding that and also IOC will start raising prices. Gouging will happen. Very, very unfortunate. But amidst all these things, we must not forget that it was perhaps this that drove the Indian government to kind of uh, do Sashtanga Namaskar at Qatar's feet, hoping that Qatar might be able to spare some supplies. Now, if the if Qatar says, no, we don't have anything, then India is going to be in a lot of pain. What happened to the Russian brother? Russia will never let India down. What happened? They did exactly that. The There are people who are saying that China is now forcing Russia not to sell to India. It's also a possibility. If that happened, that means that Russia is well and truly the small brother of the big brother now, China. How are things with China? Well, I'm going to give you one new episode with Elmer Yuan and th things are moving dramatically in China. That is going to be happening in the next couple of days. So stay tuned. This is going to be releasing today, but uh, Elmer's will probably come tomorrow. 
Thanks for watching. Please like, share and subscribe to our channel and do not forget to click on the bell button for notifications. And if you like this hangout, please consider donating using super thanks button. Namaskar.